Hello listeners, you're listening to the Three Angry Gamers podcast. Before we get to this week's episode, I want to let you know that we're actually brought to you by Fortnite and their latest mode, the creative mode. You're kind of wondering, what is creative mode? It's pretty cool, honestly. I've checked it out recently. What it is, is you can go into your Fortnite maps just like you normally could. There's a bit of a difference, though. You can create whatever you want. You can create all these different structures and different things that you want, and unlike the regular Fortnite Battle Royale mode where people are gunning for you and trying to kill you, you can do this without any stress. And then here's what's great. Once you've created the map that you want to make, you can create a custom game mode around it so you can play with your friends. I don't know, maybe you want to make a golf map Maybe you want to make a tower defense mode. You can make whatever you want in this creative mode, and that's what's so cool. Fortnite is something else entirely. Maybe you like it, maybe you don't like it, but what you are going to like is that creative mode allows you to try different modes and different types of gameplay in a way that's both comfortable, new, and friendly, but all the while it's still Fortnite. So check it out, and with that, let's get on with this episode of Three Angry Gamers. Thanks for your time, everyone. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Three Angry Gamers podcast. I'm your host, Curtis. With me, as always, got Dennis. How's it going, Dennis? I'm good. I'm good. I'm excited nice. to be on again. Yeah. I always like that we do it every two weeks because I feel like I'm, I just don't get burnt out on doing this podcast, but it's also like mm-hmm. enough that I'm like, ah, I got some, we got some exciting stuff to talk about. Uh, also with us this week, Dungeon Master Lucas. How's it going, Lucas? Oh! Yo! What up? Yo! Hey. <laughs> Um, Carl! Oh god. We're bringing that meme into this podcast? This is bring it in here, dude. Like, the movie podcast at least makes sense because we have context for it. Now you're just bringing it in and people have no idea who Carl is. No, no, they should know who Carl is. Everyone. But you know what? Anytime somebody wants to email in and complain about something about this podcast, I'll just reply with, I'm just doing my job. I'm just doing my job. <laughs> <laughs> there, that's enough for reference to Carl. Uh, and also with us is Jamie. How's it going, Jamie? Good. Nice. As always. Nice. <laughs> yeah, things, uh, we're getting to the diluge of games now. Like, this is when it starts to pick up and hard choices yeah. need to be made. Like, I was at, um, I was on Amazon pre-ordering games and I had to, like, really think, like, do I want to pre-order this game? Like, which games do I want to pre-order? Which ones can I wait on? So. There's so much stuff coming out in the next, like, three months. Yeah. And that's the thing, like, I, I, when I was younger, I made it a point to, like, get every single game. And now I'm at the age where I'm, like, I'll, like, get, like, three of these, you know? Yeah. But, yeah. Cool. Um, yeah. So this is the video game news and review show. Let's get off the news here. Uh, first bit of news is we have our PlayStation Plus for October announced, and it's MLB The Show 19 and The Last of Us. So... I think somebody at Sony or Naughty Dog for listening to the last episode where I said it would make a whole lot of sense to put this up for free uh, before right. Last of Us Part 2. So, uh, yeah, so you guys yep. can download that. They dropped that trailer and were like, hey, guys, you should probably play this other game. <laughs> Makes sense, too. And, you know, it's one of those games people have been clamoring for it to be free on PlayStation Plus for mm-hmm. a long time. Uh, and I think it would... I think it always made sense to put it out before the sequel, but yeah, um, yeah now you can play it before uh, part two. Um, and yeah. if you're like me, you can be really just feel like an idiot and not get the puzzles in that game. So, um, but yeah, I will be the show. I don't know. I, I'm not much of a baseball game fan. I downloaded it just to give it a try, but I'm not really into those kind of games, but I don't it's know. playoff season, so I'm guessing they're like, hey, everybody, remember baseball? It's. <laughs> <laughs> also, it's. Remember baseball? 
it is like a first party or i guess like first or second party yeah. game so like yeah. kind of makes sense that like if you're going to be like hey here play a baseball game that you, they would do the one that's like a sony exclusive so yeah i will say that they do put out a really good baseball game like it's consistently good every year uh whether or not like you're into baseball is one thing but if, if you're into baseball it's a, it's a good baseball game. i'm just a little pissed because they keep putting out like they put out like nba they put out yeah. this there's never a free fucking madden game like that's the one i care about and they're just like no nah. or hockey would be great too like, yeah. like give me a hockey game for free It'll yeah fun like why is it these sports i don't give two shits about like i'm sorry but like <laughs> <laughs> like give me like a madden for free i don't care if it's a year old I mean, I probably would yeah. it anyways, but still, it's the idea. Like, yeah, even NHL would be fine too. But like, why do we get all these ones that are like niche games? Like, next thing you know, it's gonna be like cricket twenty nineteen. I'll be like, great, still no Madden, but I blame EA. I'm yeah, like stupid EA pass, EA access, or whatever. It is. I mean, that probably could be why, because a bunch of those games yeah. are EA. So there's probably some truth to that. But yeah, Last of Us. Uh, I mean, I think it goes without saying. Like, play that game. It's really good we found out before we started recording that lucas had never played it i think we were nope i've played it yeah you probably enjoy it it's yeah it's definitely not like a feel-good game though there's a lot of depression in that game but yeah oh great more depression because that's what i find (laughs) it's crazy that game is like eight years old now or something like that like Mm -hmm. came out in 2011 or 2012 right like yeah it's crazy (laughs) doesn't that feel like it's been that long Mm -hmm. i feel like 2013 Six yeah. years old, it's still, but still, wow. I, I actually was kind of surprised because I went into check the settings and I went under video settings and it was like, "What PlayStation 4 Pro enhancements do you want?" I'm like, "Oh fuck, I didn't even know that was in the oh. game." So, I kicked yeah. up the frame rate. So, pretty good. Yeah, we fire that back up. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, all in all, some good choices. I mean, I don't know. I feel like there's people out there who are like scoffing at right now that I'm like, "Oh, MLB the show? Who cares?" But like, eh, I mean, it's free play some baseball um i wish like some of these sports games would have included more of an arcadey mode i haven't checked maybe it does include it but i just want one that's like not super serious and doesn't have all these like crazy mechanics they had in the i don't remember if it was last year two years ago the last one i played they had like a a fun uh home run derby mode that like was pretty cool like okay so they might have that in this one and put in big head mode that's what i want (laughs) um cool uh next up speaking of last of us we got our uh, new trailer for last of us part two uh no multiplayer for this also i should i forgot to put in that the i think it's coming on february 20th i believe that sounds right yeah yeah sorry my cats are going to town on this little tunnel that i bought them so (laughs) 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 it's so amazing how like animals are just like super simple but they're games you know like you get them a little like tunnel and they're like great i'm gonna play in this tunnel so anyways yeah february 20th is when last of us part two comes out um which makes sense i think we were saying like it makes sense to kind of put it out like earlier in the year so yeah i, I believe we even like suggested it's probably coming out in february or march so. yeah i think so i think literally they were on the pulse I think they were literally listening to this podcast and were like, yeah. all right, like, let's take hey, a couple notes. I bet. <laughs> Release it on February 21st, 2020. Not 20th, but 21st. Right, correction yeah. on that. And then also, too, yeah, let's give the first one out for free on PlayStation Plus. So, <laughs> hey, I mean, it, it could be possible. We we have been making some connections with those game reviews. So, this is entirely possible. Um, yeah so yeah no multiplayer i'm a little surprised by that because the first one did but i don't think it was yeah. that popular so i don't know. i thought the multiplayer in the first one was fun though like it was yeah. like unique enough where it was it didn't feel like the same old thing like it had more of like a like a leak kind of like i think most of the modes were like you get one life kind of thing like if you mm-hmm. die you're done so that kind of thing plus like there was like the whole crafting element in in the multiplayer even which is kind of cool so mm-hmm. uh, i enjoyed it i wouldn't mind if they bring it back uh you know, at some point it's like a dlc or something mm-hmm. um it was kind of weird what they said too because they said that it would not be included with so that to me says maybe it'll be added later on yeah like maybe it could be like a separate free download or something that you can just download and play but 
Yeah, that was kind of weird because they didn't outright say that it, there won't be multiplayer at all. Their their phrasing was exactly quote unquote multiplayer will not be included with the Last of Us Part Two. So that to me says it'll probably be added down the road. Two dollar uh, DLC. Yeah, mm. which I'd be fine with. I mean, I think it makes sense to like let it exist as a solely single player experience for the first couple of months, and then maybe be like, yeah, you've played through that a few times. Now you can play uh, some multiplayer mode. Or even multiplayer would be interesting if you did like something like a co-op challenge or something like that, even. I'd be game for that. Alright. Do things um, like that. Mm-hmm. Um, Dennis, I'm kind of curious what you think of this. Red Dead Redemption 2 coming to PC on November 5th. How scorned uh, do you feel? It's bittersweet. It's like... <sighs> how did you know? How did you know I was going to have <laughs> emotional reactions <laughs> to this news? I, I mean, feel like you would have, like, if you knew it was coming, you would have held off on getting it for PlayStation 4 if you knew it was coming to PC. Yeah, I would have waited for sure. If I knew it was coming out for PC, I would have been like, okay, I'll play this in, you know, five years. Um, but <laughs> but <laughs> since it was like, I was excited to play it, though, and, you know, I have access to the PS4 to play. So I'm like, I don't regret buying it because it's a great game and I've been playing it a lot still. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'll buy it again just for the PC, though. Mm. Um, because I mean it's gonna be the same game, and it already looks really good. I have like a PS4 Slim, and it already looks really good on that. Like I don't need it to be, you know, like super visually impressive. stunning. Yeah, exactly. So you know, it's bittersweet, but you know, I'm happy with it. It's if you want to mod it or not. That's kind of the question, right? Oh, I forgot about modding. Okay, now it's just bitter. <laughs> All right, never mind. Yeah, because like that's the thing with the difference between PC and console is always the modding, right? And, like, that's the difference between, like, Skyrim and between, like, uh, on a console and PC. It's like you want to play Skyrim on your console because modding is amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Someone's going to add dragons to Red Dead. And... You know <laughs> someone's going to mod it so that, like, every denizen in that world is a zombie? Oregon <laughs> <laughs> mm. Trail mod and you're going to die of dysentery. Did they announce if it came if it's coming with mod support? I didn't quite see if it did. I don't know if they mentioned that, but does it Rockstar Games always have mod support? Seems like Maybe. it, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like you, you know how much modding had done to Grand Theft Auto Five? I've seen some really crazy modding in Grand Theft Auto Five. Well that's the thing too, it's worth noting that like apparently it's not coming out uh, on um, Steam until uh-huh. December. Yeah. So you'd have to get on some weird launcher if you wanted to get it. Oh, yeah. I heard they had their own launcher and they're giving away. Um, if you don't even pre-order Red Dead Redemption 2, if you just get the launcher early, they give you San Andreas for free. That's right. That's kind of cool. Yeah, that's not bad. I'd play San Andreas again. Although, big smoke. <laughs> <laughs> what was that like? There was go, to, one go to the coffee shop. Yes. I think there was one mission that I always hated because you had to like fly around a little RC helicopter. Yeah. Like the bane of my existence for like. There's one in Vice City too. No, the one in like San Andreas zero, was the one. Zero or something like that with the dude's name, and you had to like, yeah, fly an RC plane around. It was shitty. Yeah, it was never worth it. Um. All right. Uh, cool. So yeah, Red Dead Redemption Two. I don't. I feel like I might buy it again on PC. Like, if it looks, I kind of wish there was like a way to like just try it, see how well it looks on my PC before I buy it. But I might look up like benchmarks or whatever to see how it looks. But if it looks like really good and it comes with mod support, I'd probably get it. Depends on how cheap it is Mm. too. Like if they had it down to like forty dollars or something like that, maybe. Yeah, but it's going to be full price when it comes out. Yeah. The nice thing about PC games is, typically speaking, if you wait long enough and keep an eye out, you can get it for pretty cheap. So. Yeah. All right. Um, some exciting news for PlayStation 4 users, owners. Uh, crossplay has exited beta, so that does mean that we're going to be getting some crossplay soon. Uh <laughs> Basically, the infrastructure is there. It's up to developers to incorporate it, but Sony has basically provided that so that 
people can start putting it into that game. So hopefully we get that soon because, you know, who's been late to that party? Fucking Sony. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Is uh, the new Call of Duty supposed to have that in it, right? Like, I yeah. think. Yeah. Yeah. Which is great. That's going to be big. Because I was. I actually tried the beta both on PC and on my PS4, and I actually kind of preferred it on the PlayStation 4. So, but mm -hmm. I still want to play with some of my PC buddies. So, um, cool. yeah. That's coming out soon, too. Like, I think it comes out in like two weeks, something like that. Yeah, it sounds about right. It's like either very end of October early november or something I think oh i can't wait to hear about that every fucking day <laughs> tell us how you really feel about call of duty lucas no i'll tell you how i really feel about call of duty i'm excited for this one i tried the beta i enjoyed it um i don't know i'm excited for this white phosphorus stuff so that sounded really bad but i'm like i don't know i'm just i'm excited to see like what kind of controversy the game goes for because like i don't know people are treating it like oh call of duty is being controversial it's always been like even call of duty 2 was like yeah we're gonna mow down or modern warfare 2 it's like oh we're gonna mow down a whole airport of people like this isn't anything new they love pushing that button so mm -hmm. of course do it's attention right attention to a video game it's more money yeah sure um and then all the you know all the edge lords out there will be like, oh, I'm getting a game that's going to really push the buttons. So edge lording. Yeah. This um, game only understands my pain. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, next up, if you have a Tesla car, now you can play Cuphead on it. So. Wait. What? Cool. Yeah. <laughs> like, where did that come from? That's really cool. <laughs> So I could just put my car in self-drive mode and then just play some Cuphead, right? Like, <laughs> yes. Wait, you're going through. But why? You're going through a car wash, and you're like, you know what? Makes a whole lot of sense is uh, to just boot up Cuphead while you're going through the car wash. And uh, wait, so you mean like there's like a controller in the dashboard? Like I gotta play some Cuphead. And they're like, like what? I don't get it. How does this work? Hold this up. <laughs> Cuphead. I think there is like a little like display Tesla. on your Tesla that you can. Right. Yeah. I, just... I imagine it's got Bluetooth controller support of some sort. If it's got a touchscreen or something like that in there. That's weird. Like here's huh. Here's the one thing I want to I want to know. If there's like one guy out there who's like, I want to own Cuphead on every system it ever comes out for, and then it comes out and he's like, I guess I gotta fucking buy a Tesla now. <laughs> <laughs> That's I funny. I feel like it should have been Skyrim that they put on the Tesla. Like, yeah, they keep the, meme the opportunity going. Here yeah. To do. <laughs> oh, totally. It's true. just, it's totally just like a. No, there's a controller on it too. Like you have your. I think you can like hook it. up your Xbox controller or something like that. Like. Mm. Or, I guess, PlayStation. Well, maybe not PlayStation, because I guess it doesn't support it. But, yeah, probably, like, a Xbox controller. But, yeah, you can, uh, yeah. I mean, people are joking about this. But, like, I don't know. Like, sometimes you have kids in the car or whatever. Or, like, it makes sense right. that you can probably play it. And it is just, like, a test, right? Like, obviously, Cuphead would be one game, and then you can. But, I don't know. It's, like, it still seems so weird. Like, Oh, it's also, there's karaoke, which Tesla dubs. Karaoke. Oh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, no. Get that shit out of here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you, Tesla? Although, I don't know Here's why the, it's not in, like, the back seat. It seems weird to put it in, like, the front seat. Like, I'd be super distracting. Like, yeah. you're just driving along. I'm like, oh, that's, like, a good mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> now then you have autopilot to save you. Uh, it's yeah, all about yeah, marketing. It's, it's, it's like, yeah, that shit will save you. <laughs> I just imagine some like dude bro calls up his girlfriend. He's like, "Yo, babe, what's up? Uh, I'm just driving along the 99 and uh, playing some Cuphead. No big deal. Be over five, but." <laughs> Is are people like are, are we all so bored of driving that like we need to like, play video games? Like, <laughs> no, I, I am not. <laughs> I love <laughs> driving. You guys yeah, know just, that. Like I like one of my road trips and stuff like that. Like uh, I'm driving. Like it's like I put my music on or like podcasting, whatever. I'm good. But like, is, is driving that such a point where people are like, man, I really need to play some fucking ML MLB show or 
or some something else or you know like no mm. yeah like it says here it says studio mdhr rock hard uh run and gum action game was tesla edition it's available now on the tesla arcade so there's an actual like mm. like purchasing app for video games in your tesla like what happened to reading a book is book boring is it, are we at to that point now? I guess. Yeah, books are boring. Who reads? Like, but but <laughs> your switches and Nintendo DS is right. what stuff like that. Your cell phone, you play video games on. Like, I think I'm just marketing to a different crowd. Maybe I don't know. I just again, it's just, neat, but not needed. I just again, I want to meet the guy who's like, I want to own, like, I want to get Cuphead on every system it's available on, and then it comes out on Tesla, and he's like, fuck, I guess I gotta go get a <laughs> loan out for that. Because, you know, there's there's people out that out there who are like that. Like, you know, they're like, oh, I guess the game's out on PlayStation. I guess I got to get a PS4 just to own that on there. Now some dude Oh, you mean like Terry Bogart on Switch? Yeah, exactly. Like, Terry Bogart, whatever platform he shows up on, you got to get the system. I imagine there's a dude like that who's like, well, I guess I got to get fucking Cuphead on my Tesla now. So I got to go buy a Tesla. So he just goes. I'm going to go buy a Tesla. <laughs> That's like right now. I think you can get some pretty cheap Teslas nowadays. Like, I think there's some that are in, like, the 20 to 30K range. So slightly more affordable. I heard they're, like, 80K or something like that. Like, well, what some the, the fuck? I think it's, like, yeah. I think there are some um, Teslas that are a little more... Uh, expensive than others but i think they do come yeah. with a more affordable model so i know we're kind of joking like oh, i gotta go buy this like 100 100k car but i think you can actually get some. well oh, I, I guarantee nobody knows about icpc but icp yeah yes please get your arcade machine for your teslas yes oh yeah they would love that shit i also love uh, how it's <laughs> super hyper specific to the area that we live in that nobody else is yeah that is very much to yeah i see very much it's too. a vancouver Government insurance thing, right? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think their Model Y is the like least expensive version. I think. I'm looking it up. I know nothing about the cost of Teslas, so. Let's, let's see. The Model Y, not nah, sixty-six thousand. So you know. Yeah, there's one that's. Oh, like, it's affordable. I don't remember which one it was. It's like the one they just announced a couple years ago. They had like a wait list for it, or whatever. Hmm. So, not cheap. 30K. <laughs> well, you know, if you want to own Cuphead on every system, that's the price yeah. you pay, right? I, I mean, I just need to see this Cuphead fan that's going to do it with his Cuphead tattoos and yeah. Cuphead t shirts. <laughs> walk around with a Cuphead mug, drink his coffee. I love Cuphead since I was 19. And now I'm 22. <laughs> Okay, it's so all it's, rough now. It's the Model Three, and it's not twenty thousand; it's thirty-five thousand. But still, that's yeah. like not like that's actually in the more affordable range than the eighty k or hundred k models. So, hundred k car. So, watch that. Like you go buy the thirty-five thousand dollar one, and they're like, "Oh, you don't get the arcade of this one. It's only in this yeah. other." The only way that I would buy an eighty thousand dollar car is if save myself we're turning the car show we've been doing this on the podcast lately freaking talking about things way off topic high school cars yeah. now <laughs> i have a much better idea so here's what you guys do you can take any car and then what you do is you buy a nintendo switch uh-huh. and then what you do you buy cuphead for your nintendo switch <laughs> boom got a toyota Man, like now way can... cheaper yeah. <laughs> yeah, I thought you'd have to buy a Tesla. Yeah, yeah. You can buy whatever car you want. Yeah, you can have a fucking like Honda Civic. Go play uh, Cuphead on your Honda Civic now. You know, I'm pr- I'm sure there's got to be a a car mount for your Switch. I'm looking at something. Uh, yeah, probably on Wish, so you can break apart in five seconds. Yeah, there is. Oh, EB Games sells it, in, so you know it's going to be shit. Even so. in, like, the original trailer for the Switch, they had a scene where they um, had those stands or clips that you can clip onto the back seat. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, the front seat's, like, neck part. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah kind of like that. Yeah. yeah. So, there you go. That probably would cost you a whole lot less, and you can use it with any car. Problem solved. Hmm. Yeah. Now I actually want to play Cuphead on the Switch. Now that I'm thinking about mm. this. So, um, cool. Uh, well, that ends this week in news with a ridiculous fashion. So, 
let's uh, get on with what we've been playing. Um, Jamie, why don't you start us off? What have you been playing lately? Sure. Uh, so mostly I've been playing Borderlands 3. Uh, I am still grinding out that game. It is taking me a long time, a lot longer than I was expecting based on like where I thought I was uh, a week ago. So um, I still still like it a lot. Uh, I still think it's it's really, really good Borderlands. Uh, I just, I don't know, like if, the story I don't think is as good as 2 for sure. Mm. Um, I miss Handsome it's Jack. Mainly, it's mainly because of the villain. It's basically yeah, all of exactly, it. yeah. Handsome Jack is just superior. And the, the Calypso twins are fine. Like they are good villains, but they're just, it's just really going to be hard to live up to. The, the voice work that they did for two with Handsome Jack and just being such a, mm. a weird, funny douchebag. Uh, it was really enjoyable. So this one's just slightly yeah. under it for that reason. Mm. Um, but yeah, so I'm still digging it. I'd still put it up there as like a 10. You know, it's, it hasn't really changed my view playing through the game anymore. So uh, Siren is fun as shit. Uh, I'm just, I've gotten to the point now where like, I basically can like do this like falcon punch thing where I'm just punching people into bits. It's fucking great. So I'm just dash punching around the, the <laughs> and people are exploding. It's super fun. Um, so yeah, uh, I've also been playing uh, Link's Awakening, the remake that they just put out, and uh, that game is fantastic. Uh, it looks so pretty. Like yeah, I love like the art style. They did a really cool like thing with the art like it just looks like everything is like kind of like a toy like it's like very much either clay or like black and uh it, it just really all comes together cool like and i know there's like a couple issues with like the frame rate which you know uh some games are gonna have hopefully they'll patch that in the future um it doesn't really detract from the experience too much for me it is noticeable when it happens but I think the reasoning is that uh, basically in the old Zelda games, like you'd play a screen at a time, right? So like you get to the edge of the screen, the screen would like shift over and then you play another screen. Uh, in this one for the overworld, they'd like kind of all make it like one seamless thing, uh, which is new for a top-down Zelda game. And it seems like that might be the reason that you sometimes have some frame rate issues because it's like streaming or loading, you know, something else in the background and kind of hits for a little bit. So. Uh, other than that, like I can't really find any flaws in the game. Uh, the music is great, the look is great, the animations are all very cool. There's fishing in it. Uh, if you've ever played the original Link's Awakening, it is a very, very well done one-to-one -one port. Uh, like everything mm -hmm. that they had in the original game is in this game, and then there's even some additional stuff that they've added. Uh, some quality of life improvements to like the map, so you can like go in the map and mark things uh the... are you still called thief you steal the shovel i haven't tried that yet um but i i do remember that you could like steal shit and i was like i wonder if you do it the same way because like the the store layout is about the same like you used to have to like pick it up and like walk behind the guy right is that how you did it i think yeah i can't remember but i remember doing it once and then i restart my game because i want to be Thief yeah, either that. I think not only could, did you get cult thief, I don't think you'd buy anything for the rest of the game. I think. Yeah, that's right. He'd like kill you if you walked in the store or something like that. So. I think you can uh, steal. In it, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure you can. It seems like it's set up the same way. Uh, and I, if I recall, like you just picked up an item instead of bringing it to the counter, you just walk behind the guy and he wouldn't see you, and you just like leave. And then the next time you come, he's like, "Hey, motherfucker, you took my shovel." <laughs> Um, yeah, there still have like the, the hidden seashells and, uh, what else? Like the, everything about that game is just really well done. And I really kind of hope that they take this engine and they remake Link to the Past with it because it, that's my favorite Zelda game. So, uh, Nintendo, please, please, please take Link to the Past with this engine. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, well, they kind of did it with um, uh, what's that new Zelda game? Yes, a couple of years ago. Oh, the, uh, the uh, Link Between Worlds or whatever. Yeah, Link Between Worlds. That was basically kind of like a, a homage to the. Like... It was definitely like you know a sequel, a direct sequel to Link to the Past because it took place in the same world and everything. But it wasn't you know a, a port. It was like a new no. thing, and there was some new stuff in it. So I just want a port of. Uh, 
blink too fast. That's fine. I wonder if it they'll take actually that long. do that now. The SNES, the SNES thing being on the, on the Switch there. Yeah. Like I, I feel I like know. they could just be like, eh, just go get it on the on, the, on there. That's true. It's true. Yeah. But it would be really cool if they put it in this engine because that game looks really nice, and mm -hmm. uh, I just want to play through uh, some of those other dungeons from uh, the Super Nintendo version in this in this style. It would be really cool. Nice. Um. Yeah, it's really good. I think uh, you know it's about as close as you can get to a perfect game, a uh, perfect port. So it's for like a nine out of ten. Nice, you know, pretty good. Uh, so yeah, the last game I've been playing, I haven't really played it like a super uh, extensive amount yet, but it's uh, Frostpunk uh, on PS4 is what I'm playing it on, and that game is uh, like a city building kind of game where you start off in, uh, like a post-apocalyptic setting where the world has gotten frozen and you kind of have to like rebuild society, uh, from this like big giant furnace looking thing in the middle of your, of your settlement. Uh, there's some really weird choices you have to make, uh, in the game to like, kind of like keep everything going. So like you might have to, uh, choose to like have people work extra shifts to like get things done in time or you can like say hey for let's just have child labor now and uh some of the decisions are kind of dark like i think at some point you can like turn to cannibalism and things like that it's it's pretty oh. messed up yeah 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 <laughs> it's okay no, it's really you're, cool you're like this game very well <laughs> yeah you all of these things are one are things that i want in my town i, uh, <laughs> I, need to buy this game. I think there's even like a point where it's like you can be like well you can amputate like limbs and stuff but they'll still be a burden on society or you could just let them die and it's like oh. yeah yeah it's like it's, okay. it's all about oh, managing happiness and uh keeping hope alive while while being able to like survive it's it's really cool. Uh, I haven't played it like past like a couple hours yet, so like I haven't even gotten to the really grisly stuff. Uh, but I imagine it's just going to get harder and harder to make some of these decisions as I'm going. Uh, so I'm really excited to keep playing this game, and uh, you know, next time I'll probably have the full uh, full score on it and everything. So yeah, yeah I like it. Uh, it's really cool, and it's well done so far. Yeah, it uh, looks cool. It it looks like it's kind of set almost kind of like a well i guess oh never mind i'm an idiot it's called frost punk i'm like it's like steampunk but kind yeah. of like oh my yeah. god never mind it's definitely yeah, no, I, I love the art yeah 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 it looks cool um oh it's made by the guys who made um this, this war, war of mine yep oh okay yeah yeah they're gonna hit you in the feels mm-hmm <laughs> yeah i'll i'll go next uh i've also been playing frost punk and uh I, I hate to say it's a fun game because it's really not quote unquote fun, but <laughs> yeah. uh, challenging is probably the best way to describe it. And what I like sure. about it is like you can be playing through a scenario is what they call it. So you can like start a new scenario uh, and you can be like two hours in and then you realize you've made one fatal flaw and you're fucked and you have to like basically start from scratch. Mm -hmm. um, so th this game really does sort of make you sort of go through and make decisions on the fly very quickly and you know sometimes you, you can't really like it's kind of hard to like just go off the fly of your seat and go oh, i guess i'm gonna do this because you might be like just destroying your entire save file not like mm -hmm. it's not gonna crash your save file but like you're you're just screwing yourself over so yeah. i kind of like it for that where like i actually have to take the time to think like what is this what is the impact of this going to be um yeah like have you have you had to like just pause the game like you know you, you can you can fast forward you can stop time so you can like make decisions without yeah. having to like worry about like stuff going i've had to like sit there and just been like do i really need to do this right now like yeah. it's definitely got some tough calls to make here also there. it's like they'll be like hey we need shelter for these people by the way you have two days to build shelter it's like fuck and you oh, have, what? Yeah. You have no materials and, and then you've like you gotta worry about all these other things and you're like i've literally been like shouting like i don't have fucking time to make your shelters <laughs> like, <laughs> like it's tough because like it really in compared to other city world building games or rts's like it really puts like a pressure on you to make important decisions very quickly um mm -hmm. and i like it for that also i do like that it's 
not like a, I mean, it's kind of grid based, but it's all circular, which I kind of like. Yeah. Like it's kind of a dumb thing to enjoy, but like, I don't know. It, basically the center of your crater that you start in has your, your um, engine that provides the heat and then you mm-hmm. build everything around that. So it's very circular. So uh, unlike, you know, like when I play Starcraft, I'll just be like, oh, just put everything everywhere, but I don't care. In this, you have to be like, okay, well, I got to be efficient with my space. I don't want to leave like, you know, unused space because that's just a waste. So you have to be really calculated about that. Um, I've actually gotten to the point now where I've started to do like expeditions and stuff, and that's good. Have you gotten around to doing that at all yet, Jamie? No, I have not. No. Okay, so that's kind of cool. Um, so basically, like, once you get your home base like settled and nobody wants to kill you or throw you out, um, <laughs> mm-hmm. you get to the point where you can start to send out like groups of people to outside of your crater to like find nice. these other places and that's kind of fun actually like i got pretty addicted to like okay well let's, what's over here and they're like oh well there's a group of people that can join your group but they're being attacked by these giant bears what do you want to do do you want to try to attack the bears or do you want to just leave them to die and you're like well i mean i, do, I could use the extra people but do i want to attack some bears probably not <laughs> yeah uh, that's the other thing too like there's no combat in this game from what i can tell at least like right it's all it's mainly just city management but uh yeah. no i i'm really enjoying it yeah not quite at a final score yet but i am really enjoying this uh and i would definitely recommend people pick it up uh i'm playing it on the ps4 so I, I imagine pc you'd have like a little bit more control but i don't know i found like the playstation 4 controls weren't too bad either like you could probably pick this up on ps4 and it would probably yeah i think it mapped to the to the ps4 controller pretty well yeah. Especially with like the circular grid, like and the analog stick, it didn't feel weird. So, yeah. my only real complaint was sometimes the camera was a little wonky and not quite as mm-hmm. responsive as it could be. But I mean, aside from that, it's still really good. Um, cool. I've been playing through The Last of Us. Uh, the funny thing is that I had The Last of Us remaster on disc and I lost it, and so I've been always thinking of like, ah, I should probably go back and play it. So it's great that it was free for PlayStation Plus because I was able to go back to it. I started a new save file, though. Uh, and uh, I think I kind of mentioned this earlier, but damn, that make, game makes me feel stupid. Because it's just like, I'll be playing through and I'll be like, go find this ladder or go find your way out of this room. And I'm like, ah. Like, I'm here for the story stuff. I'm here for the combat. The fucking puzzles are just pissing me off. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm sure there are people who enjoy the puzzles in these games. I'm not one of them. It just kind of infuriates me where you're like, you got to try to figure out something. And it's like, I guess I, I, I mean, I'd rather just somebody figure out how to get me out of this pit rather than me trying to figure it out myself. Um, but that's still pretty good. Um, yeah. I mean, last of us is a classic. So, I mean, it's probably like a 10 out of 10. So maybe if I wanted to be a real cynical asshole about the puzzles, I'd say like nine out of 10, but I, I know that's just a B thing. It's still really good. Um, Amnesia collection. I've gotten through the first, um, the first one, the first, uh, game there. Uh, forget what it's called. Cause it is a collection of games. So, uh, uh, Dark Descent and uh, Machine for Pigs, those two? Yeah, I think the first. Yeah. Uh, Dark Descent's the first one, right? Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Dark Descent. Uh, I've played through that one, finished that. Uh, my issues still remain the same. The fucking frame rate on that is garbage. Yeah. Like, it just slogs. You have to play that game docked. Like, you can't play that like in handheld mode it's just unplayable um machine for pigs is actually a little bit better i think maybe because the architecture was there and they were able to maybe like because i think dark descent came out and when did it come out like 2008 9 maybe 2010 yeah yeah it's not that new so it's a little older i did notice that a machine for pigs was slightly better um in terms of like the actual quality i imagine just the infrastructure there was a little bit better so they were able to do more with it but um yeah no uh that one is pretty good uh i still 
I, I noticed some slowdown, but it's slightly better. I haven't really tried a machine for pigs in handheld mode yet, so I don't know. Maybe it's terrible in handheld mode, but I've just been sticking with docked. Uh, yeah, I, I'd give it like 7 out of 10 so far is what I'm sitting at. Um, Borderlands 3, I do this thing where I go turn on my PS4 to go play it, and then I realize that the disc for it is not in, and I'm too lazy <laughs> to go put the disc in, so I'm like, eh, I'll play something else, um, <laughs> which is terrible. Uh, so I don't know. I Eventually I will muster up the uh, effort to go put the disc in and play it. Uh, I'm still pretty much where I was at last time. I think I've gotten a little bit farther, but um, yeah, that's still pretty good. It's I agree that I don't think it's as good as the second game, but gameplay-wise, I would say it's probably better, but story-wise, not so much. Um, Hearthstone, I've been playing through the Tombs of Terror solo expansion that recently came out. Uh, so they combine two classes together, and you get a combination of... Well, you get like these unique hero powers, but then you also get a combination of cards. So it's been kind of fun. Like, for instance, I think one is hunter and warrior. So you have to sort of come up with a combination of cards from those two classes. Uh, it's actually kind of fun. Uh, I think Hearthstone's solo stuff is actually surprisingly decent. I'm a little salty because I got something like 20... Oh, no. So I got something like 12, 13 card packs from there, and I didn't get any legendaries, and I'm a little salty about that. So uh -oh. that sucks, <laughs> but um, aside from that, it's pretty, pretty okay. Um, yeah. Um, cool. Uh, Dark Souls 3, still playing through that. Pyro Swordsman, I'm still loving that. Uh, and I finally finished Doom 2016. I mean, I have played it before, but my, on my replay, I managed to uh, beat it on my replay there. I still find that game really fun, and I'm really excited for Doom Eternal. So. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah mm -hmm. it's coming out soon. Yep, November, I think. Yep, I think it's like first or second week of November. 22nd or something like that? I think it's November 22nd. Um, I'm getting very different answers. I'm going to look it up on the... Eponymous Google. Uh, November 22nd. That, that might be a game that I wait for Christmas for. But we'll see. I am really excited. And also, too, I think like that game's going to have some pretty solid multiplayer. Because multiplayer in the in Doom 2016, not great. I played through it, and it's really generic as fuck. But I'm excited for the new the new one's multiplayer. So, mm -hmm. Cool. All right, Dennis. You're up to the bat. What have you been playing it's lately? It's me. Uh, still going through Red Dead Redemption 2, like I mentioned. The game is fun as hell. I'm kind of doing less of the world stuff now, and rather than exploring, um, just kind of doing one quest after another. I'm finding it a little funner this way. It's like less downtime. But then I'm also doing every single side mission i find as well so i've been fishing a lot <laughs> which is weird um i didn't realize there's so many fishing like quests where you just go oh, yeah. with one of your uh you know camp buddies and like hey let's go fishing all right i guess i'm fishing and then also the fishing is actually really fun though um yeah like it, it's it's kind of like relaxing and then except for the fact that sometimes the game weirds out like i i went fishing last night and i found some fish you know that were jumping around in in the pond but some of them would actually jump on land and they just die so i'm like wait i'm just not gonna fish i'm just gonna go walk over there and pick up the fish so i ended up picking up like five fish and i didn't need to go fishing at all i'm just like all right i just pick them up but other than that, like things, things like that, the uh, story I'm really enjoying still. So this game's still like really fun. I think I'm maybe a little more than halfway through. Um, I just got to the part uh, where I basically moved camp to the second place near this lake, oh. and did a whole bunch of missions there. I mean, I don't know how far that long that is. Like, here's the thing like with that game: game you, can, be you can never tell how far along you are because that game just keeps on going. Like, mm -hmm. you think that you're like coming close to the end, and then you're like, no, 
I'm nowhere close. <laughs> yeah, the percentage tracker, I think it was saying I'm at like 48%, but I don't know. I'm assuming it tracks like challenges and collectibles and things like that, which I'm not like going out of my way to do. So, mm. uh, so my, that's why I'm like, my guess is I'm like past 50 if I don't count those things. But yeah, no, great game. Having fun. Uh, still playing a lot. Can't wait to see how it ends because I'm actually like really interested in the stories and all the characters are all like really cool and you know they're likable you want to see what happens mm -hmm. yeah uh new game that i tried playing for a little bit but i just i couldn't get into it it's called cult simulator <laughs> and it's actually a card game oh and it's weird yeah it's weird it's like a single player kind of story-ish card game where you play as like this 18th century dude um or person or like i don't know it doesn't matter but effectively through the cards you make decisions for example there's things that consume cards like um like you can study work or rest and then depending on what cards you put in there and the cards come in like a variety of like different kind of like types and then there's things like um reason cards and then there's things like passion cards and then there's cards for uh, people you eventually would meet and could recruit to your cult and there's cards like there's everything is like represented in cards and basically when you play you can decide what to do with your time by putting a card into one of those like slots that consume the card like work for example so you could work to earn money to keep you know uh keep some money around so that the time because as time goes on it's going to consume your funds um obviously because you're living um but if you run out of funds you'll slowly get sick and stuff like that you get malnourished so you could work to earn money and you'll have to use for example reason to work and that eventually maybe you'll get a job as like a desk clerk or something and but it earns you good money but then you know then you can't spend that time on working on the dark arts for your cult right things like that and then you can also like study the dark arts you can go explore places to find books about like weird things that you can build your cult around you um you can also dream about weird things like if you dream and you want to like say i'll use passion to dream and then boom it's like almost it's it's weird it's almost like you're uh following down this like skill tree of you know the dream sequences where you're like okay do you take like the left path or the right path and then what oh, is your get? adventure you mean yeah kind of like yeah like depending on like what cards you have, you can decide to like choose a path to go down and then that'll like expand your cult religion in like a specific way. And maybe that'll get you more people who are more interested in joining your cult and maybe there won't be, but then there's also like cops and authorities that will take notice of you and you gain notoriety. It's just weird. And I, it's like very complicated and I think it can be enjoyable for a lot of people, but it seems to have like a really high learning curve um and i've spent maybe like two hours on it and i'm just like like i kind of get it but it's not fun for me so mm. i don't know if i would recommend this game i think it'd be neat to check out because it is very unique i've never played any other game like it yeah but you know i wouldn't really recommend it because i didn't find it fun mm. um so yeah, if I were to give the rating, like I think it's solid. I'd give it like a five for like right in the middle. I think it'll be like one of those games that if you do for whatever reason get into it, you can spend hours and hours in this game. Um, but to get past that learning curve and the initial like threshold is very hard, I think. Mm. Yeah, it's weird. Um, but that's Cult Simulator, the game that I have been enjoying. And it's because... Kurt, you were playing Dark Souls 3. I'm like, oh, I want to play like some kind of Souls-like game. And uh, I was hearing the Soul, uh, the Surge 2 was coming out soon. And mm. I'm like, oh, yeah, I have the Surge in my library. So I wanted to play it. And I've played, I think, 
I mean, you never know. It's like Dark Souls, but the entirety of the first area, I believe, I've yeah. finished, and it is, it's fun. It's yeah. really fun. I. It's like, yeah. I mean, it certainly scratches the Dark Souls itch. I really, really enjoyed the combat. I love the um, aesthetics, the looks of it. It's basically set in this futuristic thing where everybody has exoskeletons except i don't understand the fact that like the story is like you're this dude in a wheelchair in the beginning and you decide to get an exoskeleton to work for this company or something mm -hmm. um and that way you can stand and all that stuff so i'm guessing like you know that's probably why you wanted to do it but as soon as you get this like exoskeleton you know painfully um you know, installed because it like drills into your, you know, actual skeleton and stuff. But after all that happens, like you wake up and you're like, boom, in the game. Um, mm -hmm. it, I don't quite know what happens or what happened yet. Um, I think, I don't know if the lore is kind of like Dark Souls where you have to kind of find pieces of lore through items, through like audio logs, which I found a few, but yeah, I don't really know what happened to the world. But all I know is like, this person told me to go to this factory, I think, and there are, you know, enemies along the way, and they respawn every time you, you know, go back to these healing stations, basically. I'm not sure exactly what they're called, but uh, I don't know why the enemies are attacking me. Like, they just look like dudes in exoskeletons as well, as, as well as, like, drones. Um, and then there's some really much bigger machinery enemies that... Uh, right now, I cannot seem to even, like, attempt to fight. I've beaten one boss so far, and that boss fight was pretty fun. Um, but, yeah, it feels like a Souls game. It's great. Um, yeah. I like... I love the finishing moves. Yeah. Um, so the whole difference between this and Dark Souls, if you haven't played it, is that you can target body parts for slicing off and then eventually from slicing off enough body parts you get enough parts uh, of these exoskeletons to build or upgrade your own um but of course it's also like a finishing move and the animation's sick um it you know basically i think helps with um you know just finishing the enemy off as well it's like guaranteed kill if you've hit them at that body part enough um, so you could, like, take out a big chunk of their health at the end without actually hitting them. Uh, just do the finishing move and boom. So, yeah, there's, like, secret little areas you can do, multiple paths to and from different, you know, the same place. You know, you find these little things called exo elevators that bring you up and down the world. So there is some verticality, which I like. Mm. Yeah, I mean, that that's pretty much it that I really have any thoughts on, like, the game is great so far. I've played maybe two hours in, and I think, like I said, I finished the first area. But again, I have no idea. Um, definitely going to be playing this some more. Uh, I'll maybe give a score next time because I don't feel like I've played enough. But so far, I'm enjoying it a lot. Nice. Yeah, I really like the risk reward in the combat for that game. Where it's like, if you you know want to take a limb off to like try to get more parts, it's going to take you you know a little bit. It's going to be a harder fight, but like you'll get right. more stuff. It's yeah. really cool. Also, I think the enemies are attacking in that game, if I remember correctly, because there's like some sort of surge that removes their inhibitors or something, mm. so they're more violent or something like that. Mm. If I remember correctly. Yeah. That makes yeah. sense. I remember being like thrown out in the trash, basically, in the beginning of that game. Is that not how it starts? Like, am I yeah. forgetting? You might something be right, like that. Like, yeah. You, they installed some that. piece of equipment on you, and it was like faulty, and then they're just like, all right, throw them in the trash. Like... Yeah. Yeah. No, this is getting me excited for the Surge Two because I saw some gameplay of the Surge Two and it just looks like the same but slightly better. Yeah, uh, I haven't gotten a drone yet. I'm pretty excited to get a drone. And see how that comes into the gameplay. Yeah. Yeah, I think Surge Two came out like last week. Oh, did it come before. out? Yeah. Ooh. It's uh, it's just came out. I know only because I applied to get a review code for it and they denied. Yeah, they haven't given us a review code. I, I was, Darn it. I was, I was really like biting my tongue on like mentioning that, but yeah, like I was like, 
I've played through the surge. I really want to play the, through the surge too, but I'm really waiting on a review code. And yeah, they, provided so one, they so. ran out, so we didn't get codes. Which, but maybe okay, they I'm calling out <laughs> bullshit. How do you run out of codes? They're fucking numbers. You can just make more of them. That doesn't yeah. make any sense. <laughs> It's like, hey, this like digitally created resource. We ran out of it. And it's from the developers themselves, right? Uh, I, I, no, like, I, it might be. It might be the fact that that's all the codes that they are given. Yeah, you know, and if it's yeah, a salesperson or something mm, like that, that's probably what you're looking at. Yeah, probably. <laughs> it just doesn't make any sense to be like, oh yes, we ran out of this thing that is uh, easily given to. Yeah. yeah. So, anyways. Um, cool. All right, Lucas, what have you been playing lately? Borderlands. That's it. That's it. <laughs> playing. It's all like vid play. It's all what I only have time for between work and now school and all that stuff. It's just I've been too busy. Uh, I think I'm up to the last section of the game. Um, was there anything new or any kind of like a review? say about the game not really like i think we've all been through it already it's it's a good game basically the the uh two protagonists aren't that great uh the reveals have been good and like i said i i'm really looking forward to more of the dlc now than anything else. i'm hoping yeah. that the dlc is going to clear up a few things on where everybody is and our favorite characters be it gage be it dr zed be it whatnot so I'm hoping that there's some kind of uh, we get to meet other people along the way that we have, yeah. that we're missing, obviously. So, hmm. so yeah, that's I'm looking forward to the GLC when it comes out. Uh, the one thing that was kind of weird that I thought it was the level system was like you almost max level by the time you finish normal. Yeah, and then my buddy was like, "There's like three other modes after that." And I'm like, uh... <laughs> "Yeah, I don't know if we're get to that." It's like mayhem is like the post game system like there's true vol hunter mode which they had in the other game which was just like everything was leveled up to your level or whatever at some point yeah. and then there's like the mayhem mode which is like harder than level cap i guess i don't really know how it works yet but curious to see how end game is in this game i've heard it's like way easier than borderlands 2 was uh for whatever reason. Either, like, the builds are broken right now or something, because people are farming bosses on the hardest shit and getting... Nah, I saw a way to farm Troy. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a video on that. Eh, it's freaking hilarious. Ah, you might you might have to miss all your loot. There's that freaking thing up on Sanctuary where you can open it up and get all your lost loot. But literally, he runs off to you, just let her sidestep, and he goes right in the... Oh, there you go, free level. Like, what? I'm not gonna be doing that later. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, Borderlands 3. Uh, whenever I can muster the energy to put the disc on the PS4, I will play more of it because I do want to play more. That's, that's why, like, I really, at this point, I should just be sticking with digital because I. Yeah. Never it's easier. It kind of is. <laughs> yeah. Like, part of me is always like, well, what if, like, I get a PS5 and they, you know, for whatever reason, the digital stuff doesn't carry over, but then I'm also like, I don't think it really matters anymore. I don't know. Mm hmm. Chime in, listeners. What do you think? Should I digital or physical? I feel I I have a sneaking suspicion the PS5 may just be all digital. It may just do away with the disc. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me either. Yeah, if they decide to do that, I think everyone's ready for it now. Maybe they weren't like back when Xbox One was announced, but yeah, it's been enough time now where people realize like you know what we were stupid. Discs are dumb. Like, <laughs> well, I don't need to train in my games at GameStop anymore. <laughs> Well, and, like, the thing is, too, is, like, okay, you maybe say, oh, well, GameStop or what EB Games, like, they'll get shafted by this. But would they really, like, they could still sell, like, digital vouchers. Like, there's still kids sure. out there who their parents won't let them use a credit card on the on the mm -hmm. consoles. So you would still have, you could still sell vouchers, like, for games. I don't know. I feel like that's probably the way things are going. Yeah, the, the real thing is, like, if they come up with some sort of system to, like, trade or, like you know give ownership of your digital titles to someone else for like either borrowing it you know for a limited time or like you know selling the rights over to them or whatever yeah that would be you know all they really need to do to make it pointless to have a physical copy and i don't need any more discs cluttering up my uh my game shelf right now yeah. like i no more space 
Yeah. Like, if you could, like, sell it to a friend and just be like, oh, yeah. you could even, like, indicate the price. Like, even if you were like, hey, $20 for Borderlands 3 or something like yeah. that. Or you could give it away for free. That would actually sure. be not a bad idea. Like, <laughs> you know, we've been giving out some good ideas lately, apparently. So Get on it, Sony. Yeah. I'm Sony. Listen to us. We're smart, apparently. Uh, <laughs> cool. Uh, well, that's it for Three Angry Gamers this week. Uh, hopefully by the next time we get our Surge 2 copies because I want to play that <laughs> game so bad. And now that, you know, between the talk of it and uh, Dennis, you talking about the first one, now I'm, like, even more salty that I don't have review copies for that one yet. So hopefully by next <laughs> week that's been rectified. Um, cool. All right. Until next time, everyone. Bye for now. Yeah. Bye-bye.